0: What's happening, friends? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, a little later on, Ben Hanson will be on, who is a former federal agent, but now he's a UFO investigator. Oh. Ooh. You know this is right up my alley. Oh, yep. Boy. I got lots of questions. <laughs> First question. What do we not know? Just straight up.
1: I'm sure he'll tell What do good. we not
0: know? That's real good. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Great question.
0: I <laughs> uh, hope everybody's good. Here are the top three songs in country music right now. At number three, Chase Rice and FGL drinking beer, talking God, amen.
3: Sitting here,
4: drinking
0: Justin Moore at number two, we didn't have much. There was Dan,
4: and, cold.
0: and the number one song is Dan and Shay, Glad You Exist. They're a eighth number
4: one.
0: Who do you think has the number one pop song? Just guess.
1: Um, the con- uh, driver's license yeah. girl?
0: She has the number one and number two. Olivia Rodrigo, there here you know. is Good For You, the number one pop song. Good for you, you look happy in hell. Deja Vu is at number two.
4: Do you get deja vu when she's with you? And the number one
0: alternative song is Modest Mouse, We Are Between. We oh, are we are
4: between. We are
0: Wow, they're still going, huh? I know. I like saw them at Lala. You did? Don't call it Lala.
2: No, 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 no. Just recently when they did the live stream on TV. Uh, oh, you saw them on TV? <laughs> oh. Do you I, know Modest Mouse's big song?
1: Yes. Um, I listened to... Uh, uh, Hold whoa, on. No, whoa, whoa. I, I, hear, I hear the song in my ears right now, so I can't. Hold on. It's called uh, Float On. Uh, yeah. And we'll, Flo- all uh, on, yeah. All right. we'll all float on. on all right. Already, already
0: we'll all
1: float on.
0: All right. Already we'll
1: all float on.
0: There you go. I hope go. everybody's well. You didn't. There, there you go. Did, You did, didn't get did, it. Did. it. Yeah. <laughs> because there is a doot doot in
1: there.
0: I woke up standing up in the middle of the night last night. Why? First time that's ever happened. I don't know. I sleep stood. Hmm. I woke up on my feet. That is Weird. never. I've been having some crazy sleeping issues. I wake up four or five nights a week for about two hours, maybe three hours in the middle of the night every night. Can't can't figure it. Out. I'm trying all kinds of stuff, but last night I woke up standing up. I was almost sleepwalking. I was sleep standing, And I woke up and I was like, whoa, where am I? Standing next to my bed. I don't know what's next.
1: So how long do you think you were standing there?
0: I don't think very long. Oh. But <laughs> I just know that I was, I, I kind of felt myself mm-hmm. up higher. And I woke. I was like, "Something, right? And I woke up and I was like, I'm on my feet. That's crazy. I
1: wonder what else you did.
0: I don't know. But it is, it's a bizarre feeling. And I can't be healthy. That's not healthy. I haven't been healthy sleeping for, for, a year now at this point.
1: I think you should do a sleep study.
0: I know. One of our friends did it, and they showed a picture of himself, and he had tubes all up in his nose. and.
1: But if it's going to lead to you getting better sleep.
0: I don't trust it.
1: Okay.
2: Have you seen the ghost dog
0: lately?
1: Who? Oh, there was a oh, ghost yeah, dog at my house. Dog.
0: There's a white dog. You can't. Our, our property's gated. A dog can't get in. There was a white dog. It was like a chow or a husky or something right outside the glass door, glowing white. It wasn't glowing, but it was very white. And so I take Eller and just put her in the room for a second and shut the door, So, and then I walk outside, and the dog is gone. Nowhere to be found. Crazy. There was a ghost dog. <laughs> that, and
2: now you're standing waking up. <sighs>
3: Let's go over now and open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call
5: Bobby's Mailbag.
0: Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones and crew. At the ripe old age of 37, and as someone... That has come from buying CDs. I find myself a little confused on how to support artists in the digital age. What's the difference between add to my library versus add to a playlist? And if that's not how to support them, how do I support them? Thanks, Christina Ann. Okay, so add to my library. That's just a straight up. It's right, right down the middle. Like everything you possibly have, it goes right on top of that list. Add to a playlist if you have a specific... Like I have uh, 90s, 90s country if I'm like, oh, I like this Dina Carter song, I may not just want to add it to my library because it'll get added there automatically, but it'll also add to that playlist. Doesn't do a lot for the artist. Like there's not a lot of difference. How I would say you can really support artists is buy a ticket to a show, buy merch. That's a big deal, especially for artists that aren't Luke Bryan or Jason Aldean. You can not buy their merch. They're going to be fine. They're multi-multi-millionaires. But like a new artist, like that merch makes a big difference. And you can share their music on... Instagram story or Instagram and be like, hey, I really like this artist because word of mouth is a big way now that it gets out. I mean, those are the best ways to support an artist digitally.
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like I find new songs that I like from people posting them in their stories. Like
0: TV shows, right? What do we watch now except for what people recommend to us mostly? Mm -hmm. And it's all word of mouth. And it takes a second. I mean, think about Ted Lasso. The only reason I ever watched Ted Lasso was because enough people slowly started coming to me going, hey, have you watched Ted Lasso? And I'm like, no, this show looks dumb. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I was like, now I tell everybody about it because it's so good. So that's what I would say. Add, Just add it to your library. Add it to your list if it makes sense. Um, but merch helps. Tickets help. Spreading the word on social media helps.
2: Is there a difference between streaming and going to iTunes and buying the song for mm-hmm. a dollar?
0: Yes. Well, the difference is with iTunes, it's going to cost you two bucks, right? Um, but you own the song. Streaming, if you lose your subscription to the streaming service, you don't pay it anymore. It's gone, but you can get all you want for you know, 12 bucks a month. Yeah. But, and they do pay differently as well. I don't buy it. I mean, really, nobody goes to iTunes anymore. Yeah, it's always weird that. when people show off their iTunes. Like, oh, look what, I'm number one on iTunes. Okay, there's 11 people over there. <laughs> For the most, iTunes is is drastically diminished in, in terms of what people are doing because mm-hmm. no one's buying music when you can stream it all. Yeah.
1: Well, now there's Apple Music. Like, is, Yeah, oh, it's like renting Heart, versus
2: owning,
0: right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, but you always get to keep the rental as long as you keep your subscription up. Correct. And there's limitless on the rent. Like if I, we used to rent furniture, rent to own when I was a kid. You could rent it, but you were keep paying on that one thing. Mm. Imagine if you were paying a subscription to rent all the furniture, but you got all the furniture, you wanted all the time. New furniture in, new furniture out. Yeah. It's just nonstop. That, that's the difference. So that's how to support an artist. I appreciate that. You can also support the Raging Idiots, Eddie and Mike. Correct. Group. We are two starving artists. We are, yes. <laughs> Just by streaming it and telling friends about it. Which, by the way, we are playing on Friday at 2 p.m. in Syracuse, New York. It's we're, we're the very first act on the big stage at the New York State Fair. So if you guys want to come out, we would love to see you guys. All right, that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air.
5: Now it's
1: time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah.
0: Yesterday on the show, we were talking about a woman was going to have her baby. They're driving to the hospital. She had to pull over because they weren't going to make it to the hospital. They were right at a fire station and the firefighters delivered her baby. We're like, wow, that's cool. Wonder if firefighters had to train to actually have a baby. Are they ever there during a birth to learn? Scuba Steve, our executive producer said, no, I trained to be a firefighter in an EMT. And every one of us went, what? Scuba Steve, I need to hear this story. So how old were you when you decided you
3: wanted to be a firefighter slash EMT? I was about 18, 19. And you decided to go to school to do that? Yes, this is when I was searching for what my career was going to be in life. Tried a few things, that was one of those things. And you went to school, though, and you finished. Yeah, I went to school, finished, EMT, top of my class, killing it in firefighting, but... But didn't pursue. Did you ever have to do the thing where you run up the up the stairs? I was. I got that first. Up the stairs, carry the hose, turn it on, and then rappel off the building. Yeah, I got first place. Wow. Of
1: course. Yeah. And you didn't want
3: to do that as a career? There was a part where we got into the next uh, stage where it was all about tight spaces, and I'm claustrophobic. And I oh. thought I can get over it, and the anxiety kicked in, and I couldn't do it. So I knew that that was not something I wanted to do. For the rest of my life. Did you ever go and ride on the side of a fire truck and do any calls? Not on the side, but we did do some calls where I was there at the station, did some calls where we sat in the fire truck and went for some rides. Do you have any of those skills still today, like EMT skills? Yeah, I mean, some of them may be updated over the last 15, 20 years, but I have the basic knowledge to save somebody if we needed to. So you also could do CPR. I can do CPR. I can do a tracheotomy. I can do all that kind of you can stuff. Do a tracheotomy? <laughs> wow. So you take like
1: a pin or a knife and stab it in someone's throat?
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah. If, 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 if we needed to, let's, and you gave me permission, I could do it. Let's spin, spin the, wheel. the wheel. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's wild.
3: Jeez.
0: And your plan when you went
3: into firefighter EMT school was to do what? Well, I wanted to work for... My long-term goal was to work at Reedy Creek, which is located on Disney property. I feel like that'd be a really cool place to work at Disney for those kinds of calls. Um, but uh, the, that or working for the, the county, which paid the most. And did you want to be an EMT or a firefighter? Both. Because if you do both, you get paid a little more. And there's a little more advantage if you do both of them. But do you go? where do you go to work, though, in the daytime? Do you go to the fire station? So you work at the fire station, yes. You just also are a medic as well. So depending on what's the call for, you go to it. Did you have to do needles? Uh yes needles yeah. So you had to stick them in people? Yeah, it was not fun. Yeah, that was another part where the, I just wasn't a fan of either. I just realized going through this whole class and everything, these were these were not the skill sets I wanted to obtain. So you went all the way through school? Yeah, all the way through the whole thing. Yeah, and you finished. Yes. Where where in your class? Uh, with EMT number one and firefighting top three. Did you have any job you wanted basically? That was another problem. It's it's very political and all the you knew day one when they were coming in the the fire chief who was the. The instructor would call certain kids out because their father was a fire chief or a firefighter. So they had the upper hand, even though they got D's and C's, they got the jobs that I wanted. So I was like, I'm not getting into this game. So I'm out. Classic. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Do you ever drive by a house that's on fire and go, I could go put that out right now if I needed
3: to? (laughs) I mean, not really. When I was going through the school, I was always excited, ready for it. But now I'm kind of like, nah, I'm over it. Do you have a pole in your house you slide down? (laughs) For other things? Okay. staying with that. Okay. So awesome. well, we can't have nice things, guys. Yeah, does go. your
1: No, but does your wife, is she attracted to the fact that you were a firefighter for a second?
3: No, not at all. She doesn't really care about it. Does she know? She knows, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like an old uniform maybe <laughs> <laughs> I kept some of my stuff yeah <laughs> oh
4: interesting
3: <laughs> this has gone to a place I wasn't
0: expecting um, well that's interesting Scuba Steve is the most interesting guy on the show of shows. course mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right and it comes up about once every month or so he's <laughs> done something new
3: the latest from Nashville and Hollywood Morgan number 2 30 Second Skinny Carly Pierce is dropping part two of her 29 album called Written in Stone on September 17th. She shares what fans can expect on the project.
5: Quite frankly, a lot of things have happened in the last three months that I've written um, that just didn't feel like they fit in this. Like, this is kind of like part one. So I feel like there's a part too you know it's like I just had to like get all this out. Parker McCollum
3: is watching his tour mates Riley Green and Dierks Bentley closely while on the road.
5: I'll be side stage for Riley's show and Dirk's show every night just kind of taking notes um really it's all about just watching how Dirk's goes about his business and how he carries himself on the road and so I'm really really grateful to have opportunity to get some insight on it before they throw me out there as a headliner.
3: Jamison Rogers has plenty of songs for the next few albums.
0: I counted the other day that I'd written like 110 songs since last March, and that's not including all the songs that I've written in the years before that, that I've kind of just been sitting on waiting for their chance to come out, you know what I mean? So it's a good problem to have.
3: I'm Morgan number two, that's your Skinny. It's time for the
0: good news.
3: With Bobby. Tell
4: me something good.
0: Tragedy struck at a Minnesota animal rescue, But volunteers came up with a solution they call nothing short of a miracle. Rough Start Rescue, R-U-F-F. Rough Start Rescue. That's pretty good. That's cute. (laughs) Says a mama dog named Poppy unexpectedly passed away after giving birth to 10 puppies. The large litter had volunteers scrambling to give the motherless pups their best chance at survival. And then they heard about another tragedy. Mama dog Pepper had given birth to a large litter of puppies and they all died. So they took Pepper in... And then they put the puppies with her and she started feeding the litter. Oh, cool. So it actually, both of them lost. The puppies lost their mom. The mom lost the puppies, but they matched them together real quick Aww. and instinctively started nursing. Love that. Which is wild. Let me tell you, we have a cabin in Arkansas that we bought. Love going there. And there is a place near it called Barkinsaw Love Animal it. Supplies. Love it.
4: <laughs> <Cute>.
0: <laughs> it's the greatest animal name I've ever heard of for in the state of Arkansas. It's called And I just thought, how did no one think of this until now? Barkinsaw.
4: Wild. And,
0: and I'm not kidding. There is within three miles of it, there's a place where you buy live bait because it's near water. And the No um, stop it. Stop it. I'm, uh, stop I'm not I already know where you're going with it. I'm this. not kidding. It's it's a real place. So there's Barkinsall and then there are they, they consider themselves to be masters at baiting, oh so their name of it is uh, the
2: master
1: <laughs> of baiters. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's on a huge sign. That's funny. So you see
2: Arkansas, and then you see masters at baiting. No, but that's not what it says. <laughs> I know, but they consider themselves to be. Get out of here! So they call it, it says <laughs> master. We get it. No, Mons. we get it. <laughs> we get it.
0: Baldwin. Caitlin rolls her eyes every time she drives by that <laughs> sign. Yeah. In the Barking and every time I see it, I'm like, that's so awesome. She goes, I know you tell me every time. <laughs> okay, that's what it's all about.
4: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: Let's say you're in your kitchen and you would moved into this house and there was a fridge that was already there. You find $130,000 taped to the bottom of your fridge. What do you do?
1: I guess I contact my realtor and see about getting it back to the previous homeowners and just hope that it's there and it's not the owners before them. Because, I mean, you don't know who it could really belong to. So that's a rough one, but I I call my realtor.
0: But you don't say how much is in there.
1: Oh, yeah, because you need to... You
0: say, I found something taped to the bottom of my fridge. Yeah, maybe don't even say it's money. You're right. And they're going to guess it's money probably, Mm -hmm. but how much? But also, I'm not just turning it in out of the goodness of my heart. I'm turning it in so the... The drug deal—they don't find you. Yeah, I don't want yeah. the cartel coming up to my house. Yeah, lost money is always going to be looked for. Like, and that much money? Mm-hmm. A hundred and thirty thousand dollars. They will find it. If you found a hundred and thirty thousand bucks lunchbox taped to the bottom of your
5: fridge, what would you do? Drive to my bank and put it in a bank account. That's it. I mean, it's my money. I bought the house. I bought the house and everything that oh, comes in, that in it. Oh, I get right.
0: I'm scared for my life. Yeah, though. yeah. you're gonna go
2: missing, lunchbox.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Recently. This guy oh my God. bought a refrigerator, and while he was cleaning it out, discovered $130,000 taped to the bottom. Police are now working to identify the online seller. No, they're also trying to figure out who I, who uh, delivered it. They're linking it back, but they shouldn't put how much money
2: in the no, store. No, they shouldn't. But then remember, remember my story that did tell me something good. Where Granny left $25,000 in the freezer. Like, I mean, it could be Granny, and if it's Granny, dude, that is yours. It's not a drug dealer. Exactly. Since 2016, there's been a trend
0: in this area for people to store cash in the refrigerators. The average fridge where people are storing money, I'm assuming for shady stuff, a fridge can hold $895,000 in cash. <laughs> oh, my. Well, yeah. That's, oh, my God. That's probably
2: stacked, though. That's Golly. from
0: UPI. Oh, I'm sure it's just <laughs> stacked all in. the way in. If you found $130,000, you're keeping it? Absolutely keeping it. And you're not worried that they're going to break in your house, track the fridge down, and murder you and your family? No, because then I'll, I, what I'll do is I'll keep that money, and then I'll sell the fridge. I, I
5: don't have the fridge.
1: What, what if it was just a little. But
5: they know you have the fridge. They probably know where it is. Yes. No, no, but you sell it then. Get rid of the fridge, keep the money.
1: I mean, I think we're assuming that it could be for bad, but what if it's a little old lady that wanted her savings right. to be safe?
5: What if it was a kid's lemonade stand?
1: That's too much. What of if that. it
5: was the cartel? That's mm-hmm. more likely I know. to
1: me. I, I hear you on that.
0: Uh, uh, three to one giving it back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who gives it no. back, though, from the kindness of their heart, and who gives it back out of fear of safety? You're not giving it back?
2: I'm giving it back, but it's fear. Me too, fear, fear. No, no. Not, Two not fears,
0: one kindness of the heart from Amy. Yeah. One, one keep it, it, pay me. Some
1: cuz if I was if I had money hidden and I forgot it, I would if want I someone to reach out to
0: me. If I $130,000 and I forgot it, I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm old.
0: Yeah, apparently everybody's little and old in your world. <laughs> <laughs> Go. On the Bobby Bones show now.
6: Former federal agent and UFO investigator Ben Hansen.
0: Ben, how are you?
3: Good. How are you, Bobby?
0: You're a federal agent and Do you feel like you know so much more than we even want to know as normal citizens?
7: (laughs) Well, um, there's – we'll talk about the UFO world. That's not what I was working in, but I can say that in general um, there's a lot that the government um, rightly does keep from people so they don't have to worry about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because anybody I've ever met that has done some FBI work or any of the federal work, they're like, you don't want to know. Like we know stuff you don't want to know and we've tried to fix it so you never have to know it. Would you say that in your job and your career line before you did UFO investigating that was the case?
7: Yeah, we have so much to worry about on our plate anyways, right? So it's kind of like if you knew how many uh, terrorist plots were foiled or how many uh, of our adversaries are trying to spy and get information from us, it would probably be too much to deal with.
0: Well, how do you become a UFO investigator then? What was that step? You left working for the government to figure out UFOs?
7: No, I, I left for, for various personal reasons, but I was into UFOs well before that. Um, I would say I was five years old. <laughs> you know, watching the, the movie E.T. was my favorite, and then I got into uh, uh, X-Files, you know, in high school and everything. And so um, I, was, I was a nerd. I, I was researching this stuff long before, and it had always been an interest for me.
0: Well, I'm going to go right to the question then. Do you believe that there are things coming to our planet that we don't know about?
7: I would give it a percentage. And um, from what I've seen myself, um, the people I've talked to and everything I've experienced, 95%.
0: 95%, 95% what? Like, what's that, that there are aliens, that little people or something foreign coming to our country or coming to our, our earth?
7: Yeah, that we've been visited by um, uh, entities, people, things from, from other worlds.
0: If someone comes up to you and says, hey, I have uh, had a UFO experience, do you tend to believe them initially?
7: I can't dismiss them it, it you know, like as they're telling their story it's it's kind of like how fantastical is it, but um because I've had my own experiences and I've talked to people that I do believe have, have actually had close encounters, I can't just dismiss it.
0: Ben Hansen is on with us formal former federal agent and u f o investigator, and he has which launched on july second Roswell, the final verdict, and you can watch this on Discovery plus. So in Roswell, do we think that there's something they're hiding from us, spaceships, aliens, spacecraft? Do you think there's something in buildings there?
7: Not anymore, not down in Roswell, but um, most people only know this from pop culture. So if you go back and you look at um, how many people, dozens if not hundreds of witnesses now have come forward, and you put the whole timeline together, we can tell you where the debris was picked up, what flights it went on. Um, we can tell you where the bodies were taken. We can tell you where they were examined, and we can tell you the descriptions of people who who didn't compare notes. That this, these were non-human. Um, it, it's a very, very compelling case.
0: I was watching Unsolved Mysteries, and all these people from up in the Northeast that were an hour, two hours away from each other. They never talked to each other. They got seemingly, if you believe their story, got abducted and then put back down. And as they share their stories, never having you know, spoke to each other about it. They had the same exact stories. Like when you hear that happen, do you go, okay, I kind of believe this now?
7: Yeah, you, you have to look at the pattern. And, and, and when you're looking at somebody, um, okay, so Roswell, for example, a lot of these witnesses were threatened with their lives. They were, they were told that they would be taken to the desert, shot, killed. And so it wasn't until like the 70s and 80s when they realized, well, the government's not doing that to, to the witnesses, so maybe we can start talking about it. And they have the same stories. They they talk about being involved in different parts of the, the whole cover-up and, and the descriptions. So you're, you're right. When you add, you know, one person is interesting, two, three is coincidental. But when you have dozens of people with the same patterns, the same descriptions, it's, it's very hard to dismiss.
0: Okay, being a UFO investigator, and you put the percentage at 95% that we have been visited by something that's not of our Earth here, do you think that they all look the same or are they different kinds of aliens? Like some of them, you know, have organic matter. Some of them are, I don't know. Are they all the same?
7: Um, now, I've never met one, <laughs> but but I think based on what other people have told me, what I think are the most credible stories, it would seem that we are being visited by um, multiple races, if you will. Um some of them look very human-like, um, and, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. Blonde hair, blue eyes, um, and then others, uh, you know, do fit the, the gray alien, you know, description. Are they working together? Are they completely different, you know, worlds that they're coming from? Um, I mean, that's the question.
0: So are you telling me that we could possibly have aliens on this planet now that look like humans and we don't even know they're aliens?
7: A lot of people believe
0: that. No do oh. you. Ben Hansen. <laughs> do you believe that there could be extraterrestrials but are living as just terrestrials?
7: I guess I would I would have to have an open mind and say that is a possibility.
0: Hmm. This is very interesting to me. Now right now Ben Hansen's on, former federal agent, UFO investigator. Roswell, the final verdict is already out. July second on Discovery Plus. Shot Docs: alien invasion Hudson Valley. What is the difference? What's this show about?
7: So, um, Hudson Valley is an area where a lot of uh, UFO sightings happened in the 90s. And some people knew about that, but what we didn't know is that this extended all the way to the early 1900s and and to today, where it's not just, you know, people seeing triangles and discs. It's it's, uh, close encounters, and some of them are actually quite frightening. Um, It's still kind of a rural area. So, you know, why why this specific area of New York and Connecticut? Uh, is it the people? Is it the region? That's what we explore in the show.
0: Oh man, does it make you nervous as someone who is searching for UFOs? You feel like it's a probability in your mind. They obviously have extremely just so the technology is on a different level than we have. Are are you nervous about this?
7: Well, you know, like a lot of people, kind of criticize me and saying, "Well, you, you're sensationalizing that it's that it's all um, malevolent." And I'm not at all. It, I think it would be scary to anybody if you had an encounter like they're describing, and against your will, you're maybe taken from your home um, and and brought aboard someplace. You're examined. You have no control over it. Or if you just look at the military point of view. These craft are in, making incursions on our airspace, and we have no control. We, we can't keep them out. We don't know where they're going or where they're from. I mean, that is a national security threat. So, yeah, there is a, a threat level associated to this.
0: How do we know this isn't like some black ops thing where they're, where they're creating military special craft, and they're just not sharing with us, and they have to get out and go, no, nope, this is not us? Like, are you sure, like these oceans, like you will see the thing pop over the ocean, gone. You know, it's a weird shape, it's, it's moving in a weird propulsion, it's, we, it's not gas or fire. Oh, Is it, in your mind, any chance that this is us or Russia or China, like black ops, you know, creating some sort of a technology fighter plane here?
7: That's what makes it complex. What I don't think a lot of people are looking at is it could be both. So when you see these Navy videos of the Tic Tacs and things they're describing, they also have corroborating radar data and the jet fighters who are chasing these when they disappear and reappear sixty miles away in less than a second or go from seventy five thousand feet down to, to zero in less than a second we're talking about um, capabilities of craft that are, are traveling over you know 13, 24,000 miles an hour i hope that it's not ours because if, if you're saying that you know russia or or china is that far ahead of us that's a really scary thought um, But then you have the other half that, yeah, a lot of this is described as drones, and they're not exhibiting non-conventional maneuvering. They're just able to um, chase our Navy ships. They're able to stay in the air for hours. That could be experimental. And so that's kind of convoluted into one thing. It makes it hard.
0: Do you think whomever is the president knows if there are aliens or not?
7: Um, You know, a lot of researchers disagree on this. Personally, I think some presidents probably were told Early on, I think Eisenhower probably uh, had the full picture. Uh, some of them, uh, you know that were involved, like the CIA director George Bush, um, probably knew a lot about it. But as you get further on, I, I think that our elected officials are there for four to eight years. Um, there's really no need to tell them. And you can see the frustration from President Clinton. Um, Obama, the ones who have actually asked, they come back and say, well, they're telling me there's nothing there. I don't know there might be. How frustrating. You're the President of the United States, and, and you don't even know if you're getting the full story.
0: Ben Hansen is on. Former federal agent, UFO investigator. I guess in a world of HD, the common question is, why don't we see... these? It's like Bigfoot. Like We always get the grainy stuff. It's something we might think is a hairy dude running in the woods. Why don't we, like, straight up seeing the tic-tac right on our iPhone or right with some high-capability camera, why, why is it so
7: bad visually? And, and that is a big criticism that I, I think is unwarranted because you don't understand um, the people that that uh, make those comments, they don't understand that you've, you're you dealing with systems that are half a million dollars of thermal technology and it's meant to film in black and white. It senses heat, right? Um, and, and even though your cell phone is is highly advanced you can't even take a video of an airliner a mile away without it being blurry at night <laughs> right so so let alone go go try to film something that's flying several thousand miles an hour and we're just not there with the technology um but it is cool because we can evidence some of it
0: here's my final question to you ben hansen and, and i mean this um in a complimentary way because that's someone who used to you know be a special agent for the fbi you're very responsible you are highly regarded, but do your friends and your contemporaries that you worked with go, dude? Did you go crazy now that you're investigating UFOs? Do they ever do that to you?
7: I get I get a few emails every so often, but it, it is complimentary. They think what I'm doing is really awesome. <laughs> I, I really have not had any of them say, well, maybe one or two of them are like, hey, if you wanted to come back, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, you know. <laughs> I, but 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 look at the uh, government in general now finally admitting that that they can't explain it. Um, uh, you know l- we're we have an agency being created as we speak to investigate these things. So I'm waiting for that phone call.
0: All right, final final question. If you had to compare an alien to what we've seen on shows X Files, Independence Day, Men in Black, what do they mostly look like in your mind? Like what TV show should we compare them to?
7: <laughs> uh. I really loved *Close Encounters* uh, of the Third Kind, and 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 those little—you know, remember the ending scene where they come out of the craft, and it, they're like kind of like little children. That's kind of mostly what people are describing as the small greys. Um, that's the probably the the atypical <laughs> type of alien.
0: Both of his shows are up now: *Roswell: The Final Verdict* and *Shock Docs: Alien Invasion Hudson Valley*, which is out as well. Both are on Discovery Plus. That is Ben Hansen, our former FBI agent, UFO investigator, right here on The Bobby Bones Show. Thanks, Ben. Well, thanks, Bobby. All right, there he is, Ben Hansen. Good to talk to you, Ben. You go. Bye-bye. <laughs> Scientists have developed a new battery that converts two milliliters of sweat into 20 hours worth of electricity.
1: Wow, that's cool.
0: Mm-hmm, so your next smartwatch could be powered by sweat. Oh, like, exciting. what I look forward to in when they upgrade phones is longer batteries. I guess I'm old now. I don't know what features... There is a, um, a filter, though, on TikTok now that puts a, a grinning face on someone. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> no. Hilarious. Holy moly. It's like regardless of what face that you have, it puts a grin on you. <laughs> like that's going to be the next thing in phones, right, is to be do- able to do all that stuff. Yeah. But you can sweat, and that will turn into power, which is pretty cool. I have an Apple Watch. I like it fine. Some days I'm very disappointed with my purchase. I use it to work out mostly and just to track. But- I'm wearing it I'm wearing it today. But we do those stories of people like falling down like breaking their neck and the Apple Watch calls a friend. Yeah. I should wear it more because of that. Yeah. Do you get your texts on your watch and everything? No, I haven't set up my cell phone on it yet. Oh. It won't I keep getting an error message.
1: Yeah, you can you'd probably like getting your calendar updates on it. You yeah. don't get a little z- z- yeah. I feel <laughs> like you would enjoy that.
4: <laughs> the Bob-
0: Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: So Google Trends put out a list of the top tattoo designs that we're Googling this year. Tattoo designs? Yeah, so if you want to be kind of wire around your the arm, tattoo- Butterflies.
0: No. Oh, 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 that oh. might be one though.
1: How did Eddie know that? That's the number one Google tattoo Woo! this year. Have you been looking in the month? No,
0: up? I have not. You, you have no tattoos. Zero. <laughs>
2: and you don't want one? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm.
0: Of all the stuff that you do to be young, you don't want a
2: tattoo, you nah. paint your
0: fingernails.
2: Man, that's forever, dude. Those tattoos, they're permanent.
1: Yeah, but that's why you get something that's going to last forever. Yeah. I mean, technically they have lasers now, but... <laughs> okay.
0: So number one's butterflies.
1: Yeah. And then in at number two is semicolons, which that's a suicide awareness thing, and I didn't realize why. So I looked it up, and it said that just as a semicolon represents for readers to kind of pause before continuing the sentence... It's to remind people to pause before something happens and that your story isn't over yet. There's more to tell. So I love that. Um, In at number three is sunflowers. I guess Vanessa Hudgens got one and picked up popularity. Listen,
0: there ain't no chance of Vanessa Hudgens setting a trend for tattoos. (laughs) She may have one, but she's not setting the trend.
1: Yeah. Well, as for the butterflies, though, apparently a lot of celebrities have been getting them. So that's what's up with that. In at number four, roses. Flowers in general are just super popular. And then at number five, skeleton hands. Don't ask me why. Okay.
0: <laughs> I will not because I do not care. <laughs> okay. What else?
1: Okay. So now that school is back in session, I have some proven best ways to get your kids up in the morning, but maybe you're listening right now and you're like, I don't have kids. Maybe this stuff will help you get up in the morning as well.
0: Air horn. Mm. Yes. <laughs> right, the, right by their I mean, heads. Cold water. that's just going to cause water. your kids to be yep. annoyed Ooh. with you. Yep. Nope. You're
2: saying get them up.
1: Yeah, but also Shake not Shake their bed. You.
2: They'll get over it.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, what, what do
1: you have? These are like kind things. Um, having <laughs> breakfast made and ready for them. Eh. Oh, mm. I
4: would like that.
0: Yeah, and, and you can maybe
1: prep your breakfast the night before. Have the TV on. Uh, bring a pet in the room to help wake them up. Maybe offer an incentive like an after school treat or having their clothes laid out for them. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of, this is too positive <laughs> of enforcement.
1: <laughs> right. I get Like, I don't know that all of them are going to work, but again, could work for yourself. Like the night before you go to bed, if you're an adult and you have work the next day, lay your clothes out for yourself make it easier on you in the morning. And then uh, I just love this Lainey Wilson story. (laughs) She's so cute. She thought that her first standing ovation was actually the crowd leaving. (laughs) Which you may know, Lainey's Wilson is in the top 10, or her song right now is in the top 10, Things a Man Ought to Know. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. And, you know, we've had her on the show. She's awesome. And I just thought it was so precious that she thought people standing up for people. All at leaving. once.
2: They're all leaving. She's like, yeah. well, it's over. <laughs> that song did not connect.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Good show. Good show. I'm Amy. That's my pile.
3: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
1: With Amy. Tell me something good. This is um, the definition of loving your neighbor for sure because this Colorado community stepped in to help this elderly woman that was getting kicked out of the place where she lived because the landlord was selling the property. So therefore, she didn't have anywhere to go. She's 84, but she also takes care of her 61-year-old son who's disabled So she definitely needed like wheelchair accessible, all these things. And when neighbors found out her situation, they started fundraising together. Not only was she able to find a new apartment to live in that fit all of their needs, but because of all the donations that came in, Her rent for the apartment is paid for for the entire year. Wow. And she said that she is just so grateful for everybody, and she plans to pay it forward herself. That's pretty cool. And I'm like, dang, look at this 84-year-old woman out taking care of her son and people rallying around her. Yeah, it's
0: pretty cool. Everybody got together to help her out there. I love it. That's a good story. That's what it's all about.
4: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: For the record, I would like to say, I don't mind when airlines tape people to seats. If they deserve it, what else are you going to do with them? But United is saying we're not going to duct tape passengers to seats. Ooh. I want airlines to say we're going to duct tape them faster. Mm. That's the commercial I want to see. Not want to get away. <laughs> it's, hey, feel unsafe? And then someone pulls out the duct tape. That's the commercial I want. Because if people are being idiots, they need to be treated like idiots.
1: But I'm sure they have a plan for idiots. Duct tape them. Like, like they That's could use the plan. zip ties. Okay, what's the difference? Yeah, what is the difference? Zip-tie them,
2: then duct tape. You well, can't zip-tie their mouth to make them shut up, Amy. Okay. I don't think you but, can duct tape their mouth.
1: Uh, oh, you can Duct tape hurts when you peel it off. That's zip on them.
2: Is... Don't be an idiot. You know what hurts? Being an idiot.
0: Okay. Uh, we've seen two recent high-profile incidents where passengers were duct-taped to their seats. One on American Airlines, one on Frontier Airlines. Now United Airlines has sent a memo to flight attendants telling them not to use duct tape as a way of dealing with poor-behaved passengers. Dang. I say use more duct tape. Yeah. Here is the memo. They say you should address situations calmly and de-escalate situations as much as possible. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good on paper. There are designated items on board that could be used in difficult situations that can't be de-escalated.
1: Yeah, like duct tape. Okay. <laughs> Does it say like what? Mm-mm, there's okay. no parentheses. Well.
0: They then say you should consult United Safety Manual To guide decision-making if a customer isn't behaving well.
1: (laughs) If someone's misbehaving.
0: in your face. What do you do? Grab the book. Sir, sir, hold on. One second. I know you're peeing on this lady, but (laughs) but let me get the pamphlet over here. I have to look at my manual. (gasps) To complete an incident, report when things go wrong with as many details as possible. They're really still not telling them what to do.
1: I. It's in the manual.
0: I say duct tape all the way. Want to get away? Safely? (laughs) And they pull out the duct tape. Duct tape Mm -hmm. right away. Duct tape.
1: You, Maybe when people are boarding, flight attendants just go ahead and be holding the duct tape as a reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like a dad when her daughter's
0: else. dating a guy and he comes over, he's cleaning his gun. Yeah. Ooh, you yes. The flight attendants are stretching, out duct, uh-huh. <laughs> stretching, out, stretching want, out duct tape. You right. want to mess up? Mm-hmm. Or you get someone, this is what you do too. Bring it. You get someone as a paid duct tapee who causes a little disturbance right as the flight goes up and they have to get duct-taped to the chair, but they know it's coming. They're like, no! <laughs> and it proves that they will duct-tape you quickly. Oh. Lead by example. Huh. Okay.
5: okay. Not
0: bad. Yeah. Maybe I you get do, a discount hey, on I your flight? I wouldn't do anything. No, you you work for the company. Oh. It's like a long <laughs> flight all the way across the country. You get an employee, and you're like, okay, you're going to be the duct tape get You ra- raise a little stink, mm-hmm. we'll duct-tape you. It'll keep everybody else quiet and good. And so someone's like, "Ah, hate flying. <laughs> Wrap them up. You like that? Then you look at everybody. Who else wants this?
2: Oh, and then everyone's going
0: to ask. Everybody's like, oh, whoa, whoa. Not me. They keep their masks on. Yeah. They ask for drinks with one, two, or three, four fingers.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like you're supposed to. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, let's go over and do the morning corny with Amy. The morning corny.
1: What does a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common?
0: What does a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common?
1: They are both parasites.
0: Parasites. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, there you
1: go
4: that was
0: the morning
4: corny
0: here's a voicemail we got last night
6: morning studio just calling to let y'all know we went to the garth brooks show in lincoln nebraska and oh my gosh best show i've ever been to in my entire life garth performed for like three hours trisha came out He brought on a UNL student who was a senior sound engineer and let him be a part of the crew for the night. It was his largest ticketed show ever. It was absolutely incredible. Garth is the GOAT.
0: Yeah, I co-signed that. It's a fantastic show. Here is Allie from, from Clarksville, Tennessee.
6: I was just following up on Lunchbox's bit where he wrote letters to Jerry Underwood and The Rock. I don't think he ever heard back from them. And I was just listening to Wayne D., and he said that he wrote The Rock an email and he heard back from him and also got 12 bottles of tequila to his house. So, lunchbox, don't act like a little girl. Ooh.
0: And what she means about a little girl is don't act like a little girl when you write the letters. Right, because he, persif- he wrote the yeah. little letters as young girl. No, girls. to
5: The Rock I wrote as a boy. Oh, you did? I wrote as a boy to The Rock and a girl to Carrie Underwood and Oprah. And you're right. Uh, Wayne D., Who he got tequila. He got an autographed picture like personalized saying, hey, great inspiration, blah, blah, blah. I got nothing. So maybe they don't check the mail anymore that email is the only way to go. But I figure seven-year-olds aren't going to be emailing people.
2: Mm. Yeah, probably. I feel like they would. Yeah, yeah I feel like they would too. Yeah. yeah. But
5: the and the reason so I so under- you haven't got a response from Carrie Underwood, Rock, Oprah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Not. I mean, it's been months. I mean, it's been like four or five months now, and I've got nothing. Nothing but crickets.
1: So should you try emailing?
0: Maybe. And he just sent an email to The Rock? Yes, what he sent it, an email. rock dot com. How do you find
5: that? I don't know. He told me he came across an email, and he just emailed. And he said he didn't ask for anything autographed. He just said, hey, you've been a huge inspiration in my life. And then they sent him a happy birthday thing, and then they sent him tequila. They're and friends I'm like, now. I hear he's awesome. in the new
0: Jumanji. They <laughs> just cast him in that.
5: Stop it. Stop it. Are you jealous? He's choking. Yes, I'm jealous because I do this and I get nothing. He sends a stupid email and he gets yeah. like showered with gifts. Well, it's not a stupid email. He actually sent it because he meant it, I, I'm right. assuming. Mm-hmm. Well, I meant it. Showered
0: t- with gifts. He got a signed picture on like some alcohol and
5: 12 bottles of tequila from The yeah. Rock. That is pretty cool, that is though. That's a lot isn't it? of tequila.
0: You get on an airplane, you're sitting on the window seat, you have control of the window, right? So you own the window for that aisle. I think we're all pretty much in agreement there, right? Yes. Yes. Now, the question is, if that window is like half and half between, you know, in that seat.
1: Sometimes it is. Yeah,
0: because the windows aren't put in there based on where the seats sit. This guy posted a TikTok and he had most of the window, but the woman in front of him had some of the window. And so he would open it and she would reach back and shut it. (laughs) And he would open it and she would reach back and shut it. And did it three times. And so I guess where I fall on this is. Whomever has the most window gets the window. Yes. It's a land grab. If you have 61% of the window, that's your window to go up or down. (laughs) Now, where it gets tough is if it's pretty down the middle.
1: Do you have thoughts on this? I mean, if it's down the middle, then I guess you have to have a conversation. Like, hey, excuse me, could we compromise? Maybe half the flight up, half the flight down.
0: I don't think there's a conversation with me. I think if I feel like I got the most window, I'm doing it. But
1: if it's 50-50.
0: Yeah, but I mean, what's 50-50?
1: Well, it's I'm half. probably not even gonna Ooh, sit in that chair. Half.
0: I sit in the same seat. Like, I get on a Southwest flight. I know exactly where I'm sitting. I sit on. I sit in the seat that has like a, a full square with no window, so I can lean my head, and then a part window.
1: What? Why I do you mean, I me just on? thought of what I would really do. And actually, I'm not saying anything. And I'm just gonna do whatever they want.
0: That's what you would really do. Yeah.
1: Which is what I, I'm working on that in therapy. But that's ultimately what I would do. Whatever I, they want.
0: I would. Uh, Put The window up or down, however, I liked it. Yeah. And then if they did it back, I'll be like, Well, what's or I would just start like talking loudly to Caitlin, sitting beside me. Can you believe they're doing this? So they would hear me. Uh,
1: awkward, yeah, that
0: might have. I don't mind awkward though.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: someone cuts in line, I'll for sure call them out. Mm.
2: Do you call them out and tell everyone, let everyone else know? Oh, cutter, I'll do cut this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, we've been waiting in line. That happened at um, Zara. We were in line. That line at
0: Zara in the mall long. is long and. Somebody goes up and they didn't just combine clothes because we've done that before where I'm standing in line and Caitlin's like, oh, I've also got this shirt. She puts it in my clothes and I buy it all together. They just got up beside their buddy with a whole new set of clothes.
1: And you said, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa." Their
0: buddy that, I mean, what have they got there together? It doesn't matter. There's two sets of clothes. They they rung up separately. Oh, Mm
1: -hmm. boy. And then how did that go? They were like. Oh, sorry, my bad, and they went to the end of the line? Somebody else saw them, too. I went, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 and then they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was just talking to my friend, and uh-huh. I was like, no, you weren't. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it was, I don't like a line cutter. How about uh, the second debate? When should stuff go up in stores for Christmas?
1: I would say... Hold on,
0: on the count of three, say what month okay. you think. Yes. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. November. October. Okay, I say October. I say October. November. November. These are
1: Scrooges over here.
0: I feel like it needs to go up kind of before Thanksgiving, so you can start to get ready. Because right when Thanksgiving goes down, Christmas can go up. The
2: end of October bones is Halloween.
0: Yeah, but that's thirty first. It's It's November first. I I think in October it can go up. Okay.
1: Yeah, we need to start getting in the spirit.
0: Seventy three percent of respondents agreed that it's annoying that holiday shopping season has gotten earlier. Mm. Now I can agree with that because there are some decorations going up after Labor Day. Yes. Which is September fourth or fifth that's annoying. It doesn't hurt me personally. Right. And I also understand being prepared because you do want to go Halloween, maybe a little Thanksgiving, and then Christmas. (laughs) And right when Halloween goes down, sometimes you go right to Christmas. But I do agree that it gets a little Christmassy a little quick. Sometimes those all Christmas radio stations. It's like May 3rd. They're like, oh, Christmas all the
2: time. (laughs) By the time Mm -hmm. Christmas comes around, you're sick of it. You are going to be sick of
0: it, yeah.
1: I don't ever get sick of it.
0: The final debate. Should you tip if you're picking up food? You're just going to pick it up. Should you tip? On the count of three, say yes or no. One, two, three. No. Amy and I say yes.
5: Eddie (laughs) and Lunchbox say no. no, no. Again, Scrooges. No, it's not about Scrooges. It's about they're not doing anything but putting it in a bag. Just like when you go through the drive-thru at McDonald's, they put it in a bag and you pick it up. It's the same
0: answer. To be fair, at a restaurant, that's not part of their duties to put it in a bag. You do have to prepare it, put it in a bag. That's like waiting-ish a table.
1: Yeah. You know, It's not not
0: like a drive-thru where part of your job is literally doing that Mm -hmm. all day long. Uh, most people tip delivery drivers, but what about food when you pick it up? Two-thirds of us do tip the person. I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same amount of money. Right. It doesn't have to be you know, 20%. But I think it can be a couple bucks because they are doing a little more than what their job duty was supposed to require, which is bagging up and getting food ready. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They polled 8,000 people. Most of us do leave a tip. How much do you the most popular answer was about 10%. I can, I can sign up for that. Yeah. I can sign up for that. I just remember me needing tips to survive. And so I'm just going to tip when I can. Well, If I can do it, I'm going to tip it because I know what it's like to have to need that money. But you don't tip, Eddie, to go?
2: No, and I usually sign it and I leave before they get a chance to pick up the receipt. So you, so you sign you and sign go? Because I just don't want to, you know. I I've seen dirty looks before. You know, and it's like it's a pickup order. Like, you, and I feel like they you expect it. Can't do a it. couple bucks.
1: Well, yeah, like one dollar even. I mean, it adds I, up.
2: I, I could do one dollar for sure. I just don't. I just don't because I <laughs> yeah. feel like it's it's just a pickup.
0: Yeah, stay strong. But it's dude. still them doing work that they weren't really supposed to do.
2: Yeah, that's what we all do every day. I but know, but it's okay.
0: But their job probably depends on tips. If they're a, sure. if they are a waiter or a busser who's doing that as
2: well, they're not making full money. Hourly wage? I'll, I'll keep that in consideration next time. Maybe i will You know what? I might try a dollar next time. Yeah, well, just stop. try a dollar because easy, gotta, buddy. Whoa, <laughs> you're gonna go broke.
1: Well, he's got to ease into it, Bobby, and and Thanks, it, it will add up for the person. Just remember,
0: if you can do, mm-hmm. because when yes. you needed it and people could, they did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At least you hope they did. And we and all were at that stage in our life when we needed it.
1: They haven't yet. Maybe they will.
0: Wow, this is getting deep. Yeah, two, Eddie, two dollars. That's all I'm asking. I'll try.
2: I'll try one. $2. See where that goes.
0: Bones. <laughs> Raymundo is the shortest guy on the show. Do you feel like you get paid less because of your height or throughout your life it's been the case? I never realized it was because of my height, but if that's not right, honestly. Researchers have used machine learning to study thousands of data points on people and they find that taller men earn more money than shorter men. Well, if you see all the people in upper management, they're all tall. I mean, there's there's really not that many short dudes. I, mm, Do I, you feel like you get paid less because you're 5'6"? I don't know about paid less, but the important positions are usually given to taller people. All my bosses have been tall. Scuba Steve's taller than me. Maybe that's why he's the executive producer. I never thought about that. Yeah. Ray is the only person I offered to promote and said no thank you, though, yeah. to be honest.
1: Why did you say no?
0: Uh... Pff. Uh, I'm not great at multitasking, phone calls, emails. Scuba Steve's a master at that. Yeah, true. Years ago, way pre-Scuba oh, gotcha. Steve, I said, hey, man, do you want to like, have more responsibility here, make a little more money, just move on up? And he goes, hey, man, thank you, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe it's not your height. Maybe it's just you don't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> but he straight up to my face said no, and I respected that. He was like, I'm good. Thank you. And I was like, all right, I'll talk to you later, dude. All right, see you later. Um, Eddie, on the back of his Jeep, you wrote what?
2: Uh, long week, need beer, Venmo me.
0: And Venmo is an app where you can just send money.
2: Yes. I pay a lot of things on Venmo now. And this all
0: started because of a bit we did last week where lots of people are, are riding on the back of their cars, hey, we're on our honeymoon, Venmo us a few bucks, and people are doing it. So you wrote just married, nobody venmo
2: you. No, nah, I just don't think they were buying that whole
0: thing. You then changed it now. Yes. It's been a week. Did any one single person Venmo you money? Oh yeah. They did? Oh yeah. How many? So you're you're telling me people Venmo you more about long week? I- I'm
2: telling you, it was probably just a more believable thing. They see a 42-year-old dude in a the Jeep, they get it. They and relate.
0: It's
1: funny. How much did
0: you how, wait, how many people Venmo you? One. Okay.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> and who was it?
2: I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know this person. How much did they Venmo you? $1. <laughs> 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 guys, I've gotten one crummy dollar from all of this.
0: One dollar you didn't have to begin with.
1: <laughs> so, that doesn't even buy a beer.
0: Nope. Eddie's kids are getting embarrassed by the bits that he's doing. They really yeah. are, guys. <laughs> this one, I, I guess, is kind of pushed them over the limit.
2: They're, they're just over because on Thursday, I believe, I'm going to have to pick them up at school, and they're like, "No, no, 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 Dad, you cannot pick us up at school like with that stuff written on your Jeep." Like, mm-hmm. and they're so embarrassed, they're tired of it. They're like, first it was the Santa, Dad. We had a stupid big Santa in front of our." house till march and but you made good money on yes. that, yeah yes and then you walk from uh, one state to uh, three states you know I'm like when is this gonna end dad it doesn't end and i'm like son this is part of my job It's just what i do is it your oldest son well like, he's the leader and then everyone kind of stands behind him going yeah yeah dad is crazy are you embarrassed no oh, come on i don't get embarrassed i don't i rarely get offended and i never get embarrassed that's just that's the, a good
0: way to go through life. That's
2: just the way I've always been. And oh, and one thing I forgot too—the paint and nail, the fingernails—they didn't like that either. But that was you wanting to. Pay I understand, the but they hated that. Yeah.
0: Okay, but uh, you got one dollar. <laughs> yes. Taking us all to lunch today? <laughs> Let's go. Right. It's time
3: for the good news
4: with Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
5: Raymond Butler is a 12 year old kid in Ohio. He's riding his bike home from football practice when he sees Gary Burns who has an amputee. He has his leg cut off from below the knee in his wheelchair trying to mow the lawn. So the 12 year old pulls over and says Hey, let me go ahead and mow that lawn for you. And he mows it, and now he goes by every once in a while, does yard work, and they go fishing twice a week. Oh, wow, they're friends. Yeah. And so then the old man, he posted on Facebook and made a GoFundMe and raised, raised thousands of dollars for his back to school clothes. Dang. That's
1: awesome.
0: I saw, speaking of yard work, I saw this guy who had like some small tractor from the backyard, but he didn't have clippers to clip his hedges. So he took his lawn mower and he tied it. To his little tractor and he turned the lawnmower on and the tractor like lifted the lawnmower in the air and he drove it on top of the hedges Whoa! and would like, and would, like hedge trim with his lawnmower it was the This seems like a lot of work it looked like something Arkansas Keith would have made <laughs> yeah. back in the day because he, he basically rigged this, this push lawnmower he turn it on lifted it up and then would drive it on top of the hedges to trim them okay there you go hey great story that's what it's all about
4: that was Tell Me Something Good.
0: All right. News in a second. We'll also get to Eddie and Lunchbox trying to eat 10 crackers in 60 seconds Woo. with no water. Correct. Mm-hmm. You will win $100 if you can pull it off. Yes. But if you lose, you owe me 20 Right. That's how betting works. Right,
5: Five to one odds.
1: Should I kind of want to bet that they're not going to be able
5: to do why it? Why don't you just jump in, Amy? Yeah. Why would you not want to one hundred dollars?
1: Because I don't think it's possible to eat ten teens. But uh, I mean, good luck.
5: That's coming
0: up in a second. <laughs> Let's go to the news. Bobby's <laughs> big
1: stories.
0: People that try to hire random people to kill somebody, like a hitman, it hmm. blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I would always think it was like a cop. <laughs> Like, you'll do it?
1: Are you sure you're not a cop?
0: <laughs> right. And do they have to answer that honestly? Yeah, like, can they can they cross their finger? Fa- you know, don't, no crosses count?
1: Yeah, and I just don't know how they go across even finding the person.
0: Well, I'm g- glad you asked. Jennifer Emmy, 43, was sentenced to 10 years in prison, minus time served, because what happened was she had a murder-for-hire plot offering a ranch hand $100,000 to kill her estranged husband's girlfriend.
1: That's a lot money right but that's
0: (laughs) yes it's a lot of money and it's just offering a ranch hand it's not even somebody who like specializes in the killing of (laughs) folks Mm -hmm. but then how do you find somebody who specializes in the killing of folks
4: yeah
0: Uh, she's an animal rights attorney from Colorado she pleased to seven felonies and four misdemeanors she had been locked in a divorce battle when she offered a 28 year old ranch hand Timothy Lindsay 100,000 bucks to carry out the killing so he had to go tell somebody right and why do you go to him does he have a shady vibe about him Maybe he's good with a machete. Maybe he's just close to you and you trust him.
1: Yeah, I mean, and if he's running a ranch, he has access to things Tools. and land and burying somebody. Oh, wow. Maybe well, you and dark there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> but, a little darker there but than I was. Good point, though. But a ranch hand, I don't know, is running a ranch.
1: Oh, I think so. That's what a rancher.
0: A hand could yeah. be anybody that's that's working on. The oh,
1: range. I thought that they ran it. Okay, so here's my thing though. She's an animal rights lawyer. I find that it's funny because she's, she's not like, a human
0: rights lawyer. I know she's trying to kill a human, right. Right. I'm I'm like, not an animal. Yeah, wow. she's trying to kill a cow. I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, yeah, she's the hypocrite. Right. But the, and and a hundred thousand dollars. Like you almost have to go that high to hope they don't tattletale on you. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a lot of money. And why kill the husband's girlfriend? The husband's the cheater. <laughs> <laughs> she's the innocent bystander here. Like, I don't know what happened, but she's mad. They're, she's divorcing the husband. That's where you should keep your anger. Yeah, I don't okay. know. There, there you go. There's that. Uh, next up, the stress of COVID-19 last year has been seen in many different areas with many different Americans. But it shows that moms drank 323% more after the pandemic. Amy, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see where if moms were taking on a lot of the load at home for school and still keeping everything together and maybe even doing their, if they have another job at home, I could see that. I had to watch myself. Like in the beginning, it was easy to relax with wine, but then I got, I was like, okay, this is too much. I have to stop.
0: 323% more. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot more.
2: I get
1: mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: Eddie, go ahead. Oh, sure. I get it. You know, like if they did a pull on dads, I'm sure. Yeah. That's especially what I when say. you're working from home, Bones, like, you know, home associates with resting and at the end of the day. So you always have that bottle of wine or that vodka in the cupboard, and there you go.
0: You're
1: like, it's three o'clock. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> three,
2: three o'clock.
1: <laughs> well, I heard it just gets earlier and earlier.
0: Tim Tebow was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday.
1: Oh, no. Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Uh, mo- <laughs> he was trying to be a tight end, but uh-huh. mostly they cut him because he couldn't play on special teams.
1: Oh, that's so sad. You need
0: to be, if you're not a starter, you need to have multiple roles on a team. Mm. And he thanked the Jaguars, and that was it. His jersey was the number one seller for a while, though. And, uh, as they say, tough titty. Mm-hmm. Now you have a Tim Tebow jersey where he just played in. Yeah,
2: well, here's the deal. We found out in our season. podcast that you can actually return it. There's
0: no jersey assurance for this.
2: <laughs> we called someone, and they said, you bring it return back. return it? Well,
0: if you buy through Fanatics, it has jersey assurance but not with them. Oh. Through the biggest retailer. okay. Yeah. And, and NFL.com says also no jersey assurance. Oh,
2: then that's tough.
1: How long did he play for them?
0: Oh, just a preseason.
1: Oh, so that's why. Camp, I was like, why wouldn't you want to keep the jersey as, like, memory of What Lindy jersey Woods.
2: assurance doesn't cover is if your player gets cut by the team. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, well, Amy, he was only there for, like, just a few weeks, too.
0: Well, a little longer. Longer, can go to but camp, play. And then, yes,
2: yeah. yeah. So Tim Tebow is out.
0: Although I love the guy. Such I've been a able nice to spend guy. some time with him. You know, not just here, but in other places. Just wonderful guy. He can come play tight end on our <laughs> we'll, we'll create a team, a rec team for him to play on.
1: I ran into him a couple weeks ago, and he's genuinely like the nicest guy in the world, always. Then he should be on the NFL roster. Yes. I know. <laughs> nice guys
0: should all make it.
1: <laughs> it's so true. All
0: right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big
1: Stories.
0: All right, let's do this. We'll go individually. You guys have bet twenty bucks that you can eat ten crackers in sixty seconds, <laughs> no on. water.
5: Who wants <laughs> to go first? Whatever. All right, Whatever. lunchbox will go first. Yeah, give me the give me a hundred bucks.
0: Here we go. He's got ten whoa, crackers. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. All right. The timer starts in five, four. Why are you breaking them up already? Well, if you're counting
2: down. Three, two, one, go.
1: Is that how? Wait, okay. What? Why would you not just throw them in your mouth?
2: He's got
0: a he's, he's got a strategy
2: here.
1: That's too.
2: He's breaking one cracker into like six pieces.
1: That's okay.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm the, just those hot dog guys dip it in water and we're yes. like, what are
0: you doing?
1: What's the time again?
0: Sixty seconds.
1: Okay, he he hasn't even finished one cracker.
0: And a lot of us getting on his shirt too.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? He's losing is- half
0: a cracker on his <laughs> shirt. He's focused, work. guys.
1: Did you Google this method? Because I don't
5: understand it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many crackers down is he? Not even
5: one. Not even one.
0: Yeah, this, this strategy is not gonna pay off.
5: Is he I'm swallowing him whole. But
1: you're not. I am.
0: Okay. <laughs> He's One <got> down. 20 <laughs> seconds left.
1: Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> stuck in what are you doing? Is it... Oh my
3: gosh. <laughs> 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 <Travis>. He dies.
0: <laughs>
1: what is happening?
0: Five seconds. Alright. You might do it.
1: <laughs> no. How'd
5: you do? One and a half. <laughs> really? No. <Yeah.
1: laughs> I,
5: I feel like he didn't try.
1: <laughs> Why did he break it into two? I don't know.
5: Pieces? I thought it was a terrible decision from the beginning, like, <laughs> too. He tiny pieces
1: trying to throw it down <laughs> his throat. My,
5: my strategy was, like, a take it like a pill. You break it off and throw it and just swallow it. Huh. But that it, was, that
1: and didn't... It, but at what point did, did you realize <laughs> that wasn't working?
5: When the timer ran.
0: <laughs> you still oh. felt like you had a chance with, like, ten seconds left and nine crackers to go? <laughs>
5: yeah, I mean... Dang.
0: Eddie, can you be at one and a half crackers? Uh, yeah. All right, 60 seconds. Absolutely. Lunchbox Let's go. Let's me 20 bucks. I'll take that Venmo. Here we go. Eddie, here we go. In three, oh. two, one, go. One cracker in for Eddie. Two crackers now. swallowed any of it. In his mouth for Eddie. Ten seconds gone. He's chewing on that second cracker. It's getting a little dry, it looks like. I don't
2: know how swallow this
4: mm
0: mm-hmm. Two down. Going for his third cracker.
4: Mm-hmm. Plenty we're of time on, on the time. clock here.
0: Yeah, we're now 35 seconds left. I really don't know how to swallow these. Use that muscle in your throat.
2: Alright, one down. Three crackers down. Alright, put it in the back of my mouth. Swallow it. Swallow the whole cracker like a pill. Good strategy. Yeah. Four crackers down. am I gonna suck my throat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Five crackers down.
0: Mm. And you were on six. That was on number six, guys. Yeah, you were on number six. You didn't win. I feel like with a little practice, I can do a lot better. But you won't do ten. But you got five down. I think that deserves applause. Thank you. So yeah. you
1: should they have dipped the crackers in water? You can't
0: use water. Yeah, that's he said no of. water. I
1: forgot. Sorry, I started thinking water. He was when we like, should we have given him 10 minutes?
0: Well, <laughs> well no, the yeah, point is, I no is water now. in one minute of time. Sorry, I okay. forgot.
1: I, I didn't remember
6: all the rules.
0: Uh, you guys failed miserably, but mm-hmm. hey, we had fun doing it, right? It was yeah. fun, yes. And, and uh, 20 bucks from each of you over here. Correct. Ugh. Here it comes at I, some point. I don't, okay, at some point. <laughs> I don't see you. Uh, hey, what we're going to do, let me say something real quick. We have a lot of our staff gone. Um, Hillary's going to be gone for a while. Morgan number 2 is gone for a while. Abby, our phone screener, is not here. We're kind of working, as they call it, on a skeleton crew. So the next couple segments, and this was suggested to me by uh, Mike D., we're going to put, on one segment, Eddie on the phones. Oh, my. And on the other segment, Lunchbox on the phones. And we're going to see who does a better job. Okay. Being a phone screener.
2: Okay, so if when I go to the phones, is Lunchbox going to do video? No. I mean, that would Scuba be fair, Steve, right? Steve can come in a new video. Okay, all right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do, we have two topics we're going to do, and we'll put um, Lunchbox out on the phones first, and you can start calling now, but the bit is going to be, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen while driving? You're just driving down the road. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? Eight- what?
1: Like I saw an 18-wheeler driver reading a book.
2: That that, like that. Wow, that's
5: great. Would yeah. you that's put really that good. call through lunchbox? No. Oh, you wouldn't have. <laughs> no, gonna, I mean, everybody's seen someone read. <laughs> an 18-wheeler, though, like a big rig reading oh, a book. Oh, well, that does make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: like on the highway.
5: But the only Guy's going full a... war and peace driving an 18-wheeler. <laughs> yeah. If Amy called in, I would not put her through because he knew she's going to ramble, so I have to cut her off. Well, you need to get on the phones. Oh.
0: 877 okay. 77 Bobby. Lunchbox will be the phone screener. We're gonna see how he does as a phone <laughs> screener and do a segment. Okay?
5: Yeah. I'm gonna keep eating crackers too.
0: Alright, Lunchbox is answering the phones right now. Lunchbox, how's it going in there? How's it going?
5: I mean, people call with the stupidest things ever. <laughs> I saw someone with their foot out the window. Wow, that's not crazy. Or I saw someone that was biting their fingernails. That's not crazy, people. What are you telling the callers then right now? I uh, tell them oh, that's that's great. Put it on Facebook.
4: <laughs> no, no, I'm saying
5: what are you? What are you telling them? When, oh, like He's what are you telling yeah. them right now? If they're calling? Oh, in? I say, what up? It's Lunchbox. What's the craziest thing you've seen when driving? And then and they, they start, start going into. I was in Central Ohio, and I was like, I don't care where you were. Just tell me what you saw. Oh boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let, what are I'm, you not, I'm not asking
5: you the question right. So let me let me rephrase the question. What's he saying?
0: You're talking to the callers right now. You on, yeah, yeah. on the microphone. What are you telling them right now if they're ca- about to call you? What are you looking for?
5: No, I, I'm looking I'm for? for great stories. That's what I'm saying. I don't need people biting their fingernails. I'm looking for the craziest thing you saw when driving. Biting some, Someone biting fingernails is not crazy. Okay, so back to the phones. Yeah. I, mean, I got some people on hold with some good stories. Which one's the best? Uh, Probably the Anita. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I can put that on the air.
1: And, you can't uh, put that on the air?
5: Is
2: it dirty?
1: Oh,
5: yeah. gosh.
1: How it, did she- Okay, no, no, yeah. she's not
5: going to say what he was doing.
1: Okay. I think, well, no, no, no. no see.
5: But I mean, that's it. That's like
0: obscene.
1: Yeah, we can do it, is
0: she going like to? She a, said. I mean, I can put her on, but if she says something obscene, then we have to get off the air
5: no, for no, life. No, no, she told me, she, even on the phone call, she goes, he was doing something I can't say. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now now we know.
0: Pretty. Do I put on Anita? Yes or no?
5: I think I we, don't know. Uh, no. Lunchbox it's up to you, buddy. It's, you're oh, the call blind. screener. Oh, Anita dropped off anyway. You hung <laughs> up on
0: her. Scuba Scoo-
5: <laughs> <Scoobah laughs> hung up on Anita. That was a
0: great call. And here's what she said. Somebody didn't some guy didn't have his pants on and he was la 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 la. And yeah. lunchbox put it on my
2: screen
5: like yeah, I wasn't making that call. Can't do that. Uh, is that crazy or not crazy? It's crazy, but it's porn. Uh, that's what you asked for. Crazy things. It's better than biting fingernails. I mean I well, okay. can talk to the guy about. My
1: the- mind is blown right now by a What about call? the two
5: horses?
0: Okay, is that what you want?
1: All lunchbox stuff is sex horses? stuff.
0: Horses. Two horses are hooking up. What? What? Hold on. <laughs> what? Here is Chris. <laughs> lunchbox, where's Chris from? You're not putting up where they're from.
5: Yeah, they're not. I didn't care. I didn't no time care. Remember? I didn't care. I, didn't care. Like, I don't care. Okay, I'll tell you what. Matt, Matt's from Florida. Chris is from Ohio. Why okay. Not? Chris, are you
2: from Ohio? No,
5: I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Good job, lunch.
0: Oh, right. Okay, Chris in North Carolina, what's the craziest thing you saw driving?
6: Yeah, I was going up to Ohio one time for my family reunion,
7: and right outside Walmart, there's two horses getting it on. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: what? But they—they they weren't what? driving. Hey,
7: they weren't biting their fingernails. I <laughs> know <laughs> they
0: were. Yeah. Well,
1: I thought maybe they're in a. Like, he was on the highway, and they were in a trailer. <laughs> no, by. but
0: you can just see it driving. I mean, if you're driving, okay. and you gotcha. see something, mm-hmm. he saw two horses getting it on. Awesome. Wow. Okay. Huh. Hey, appreciate that, uh, Chris. Thanks for the call. Yes, sir. All right.
6: you you. Have a the, great day. Yeah.
0: What's the next one I should go to? He's not putting them in order, and he's putting no town. I don't know, like, what to do here. Uh, if you're just turning the show on, Lunchbox is screening calls, because we've lost half our staff, so we're trying to figure it out. Gosh, Lunchbox, what's a good next caller?
3: Next good caller, Lunch. Which one's your next one?
5: What's your next good one?
2: He's on the phone. Oh, my gosh. I don't hear him talking to a caller.
5: Hey, the or me. What's your name? What's your name?
3: <laughs> I think he's got a
2: good <laughs> one, hey, boss.
5: Where are you
3: from? I'd say maybe Matt's pretty good. Where? Hold on. Let's listen to lunch. All right, Renee.
5: Go to Renee. Renee on three. Renee <laughs> on three from Manhattan, <laughs> Kansas. Let's go.
4: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> it sounds like he's running he's in the back old. of the kitchen calling oh,
5: through oh, an owner.
0: Oh, Okay, now is she ready, Ray? Yes. Yeah, 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 Okay, Renee online. I don't line... know what
5: she said. I just put her on hold.
0: You don't know what she said?
5: Something about someone crashing something.
0: Okay, Renee on line three in Manhattan, Kansas. How are you?
6: I'm good. How are you?
0: Very good. Thank you for calling. What's the craziest thing you've seen while driving?
6: Okay, so I was on I-95 in North Carolina, and a car went to exit off the interstate and ran right straight into a gas pump, and it exploded. <gasps> but that's... That's just not the craziest part, though. It gets crazier. Okay. So then I guess there must have been so much people so distracted by that. Another semi hit the bridge that was a car hauler, and then a car fell on top of another car. So it was the most chaotic scene I have ever seen in my life. What did you do? Well, I worked in law enforcement, so I just immediately started trying to shut the area down and called 911, told them what I needed. We ended up having to bring in multiple helicopters shutting down the interstate on both sides, and they ended up having to have multiple fire departments from Whoa. different counties to respond. It was absolutely
0: insane. To watch a oh truck crash into a gas pump and uh, to be an explosion, that would be uh, just a movie-like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would expect a rock to come running out of it Christ. and dive away from it. All right, thank you for the call. Appreciate
5: that.
6: Yeah, thanks.
5: And good for you. I mean, Go to Sarah. Sarah's best. Sarah, Sarah. Sarah's best. <laughs> Where's Sarah from? Louisiana. I put it on there. You put L.A. I yeah, thought it was LA, Los Angeles. What, what, do you know what Louisiana's initials are? L.A.
1: Yeah. That is <laughs> true. Ooh,
5: eat that.
0: Probably
1: spelling eat, eat out Louisiana is a little. Mostly, I don't know how to
0: spell Louisiana. Mostly people put the town they're from. That's why I thought it was yeah, L.A. Yeah, I couldn't
5: understand the town she was from. She has a thick accent. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
6: from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, but I live in Slidell, Louisiana.
5: Okay. Okay. So Slide lives-
4: okay. Slidell.
0: Okay, G- thank you for calling, Sierra. Uh, what, w- what would you like to say, the craziest thing you've ever seen?
6: I've seen a really fast moped going down the interstate at like 80 miles an hour with their laptop open on their lap doing work. No <gasps> way! How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I don't know, but I got a picture somewhere on Facebook. I'll tag y'all in it. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious, but more dangerous than hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Like, as much as I want to laugh, I want to be more scared for everybody, too. All right. Hey, thank you, Sarah. How did you feel Lunchbox was as a call screener when you called?
6: Oh, great. I love Lunchbox. I love y'all so much.
0: Well, thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Have a great day. You, too. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Lunchbox, who's
5: next? Um, I mean any of them are good Matt's fine I mean some lady, here. this is how people don't pay attention Somebody just called to tell me that she was having a baby At the same time as her sister who was in Japan That has nothing to do with driving Like she was like That's the craziest thing that's ever happened to us And I'm like that's not well, what maybe we're doing
1: She misunderstood from you know
5: Yeah maybe she just didn't know Maybe she heard her wrong. Right. Well I'm sorry pay attention well, like, okay. what, what did you do with that call I, I said that's great when we talk about babies call back <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's not bad put her on Facebook <laughs> I got room for one more lunchbox which
1: one do
0: you want? hey,
5: buy them show what's the craziest thing you ever saw? who you want? let's listen oh, here we go what's your name? Cassie hold on one second I'll put you on hey, go to Cassie on 3 Cassie on 3 where's she from? Uh, she's from Oklahoma uh, did you make that up? yep <laughs> uh, oh my gosh
1: <laughs> let's just ask her I'm from Ohio okay,
5: okay. close <laughs> it was close hey all I know is I got Ray snapping at me and I hear I, I, she said hey that's something. a life and phone screener no, no no i i don't I don't know how to number <laughs> them know. but I don't even know what she said Something about um while
0: well, driving ask her. yeah hey
5: cassie hi hey, so
0: what's the craziest thing you've seen while driving
6: this is Bobby morning is- studio morning. morning it is Bobby i I was driving down the freeway and some lady was knitting while she was driving.
4: Okay, dangerous. Knitting, yeah, yeah. That,
0: yeah. I wonder what crazy. she was knitting. What, what, what was she knitting, do you think? A k- I don't know. Koozie? Maybe a scarf or a blanket. A scar, <laughs> sweater.
1: Like, Ooh, was she sweater. on a deadline? Or, like, I thought Probably. It was on
6: Sunday, so she was probably going to an Archer craft store. Uh, of course. Or, or maybe or a church. So. To it, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, thank yeah. you for the call. Hope you have a great day.
6: Uh, thank you. You too. You, uh, can, was, you can check I, out Matt. I mean,
0: he's got a good one. We're about out of time.
5: Well, I mean, whatever, you don't want good calls, you don't want good calls. Hey, how do you
0: feel about phone screening? Do you feel like it's harder than you thought? No, I
5: dominated it. I mean, I was so good, I'm not a good typer, so it's harder for me to type. That's the only problem. And how do we give Lunchbox, what what grade do we give them for this? I mean, did you hear the calls? I mean, you had an explosion, shut down the highway, helicopter, I mean, get out of here. That's bomb.
2: (laughs) I mean, the horses outside of Walmart was pretty good. Well, he tried to
0: give me somebody pleasuring themselves the
2: first call. That was not good.
5: Uh is it crazy? Have you ever seen that driving? No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why we get calls. I mean You want good calls or you want boring calls? How I mean, do we
1: grade him? Like a teacher scale? Yeah.
5: Okay. Oh, mm. well, A plus. Yeah. I mean, how good were those colors? There was no boring, there was no speakerphone. There was no listen to the radio. There was nothing. It was all home run.
1: I say 89, B plus. I was yeah. is good.
2: I uh, he passed. C plus. Yeah,
5: I give you a solid
0: B. I thought you did a good job.
5: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I do. I, I mean, that's better than when I was a student. I was a C student, so.
0: Okay, so you know. we're gonna move on from this segment.
5: Yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> what's going on? Okay. So, so you're off the phone. Hey, you the be... phones are still ringing. You want me to get another one? Watch this. Okay, watch this.
1: Well, here, let's. Here listen
5: go. To Yo, what's up? It's Lunchbox. Bye, Bone Show. What do you need? We got craziest thing. You're all driving. I can barely hear you. You're on speaker. I gotta go. I don't have time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good reminder. If you are calling into the show, don't I have don't, your I phone I don't have on. time for that. He's like, can speaker. you hear me?
5: Well, if you know, if you have to ask if I can hear you, you know you're not on a good connection. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a waste of my time. Okay, so
0: he's going to be done. No more calls on this because mm-hmm. the bit is, since we don't have half our staff, Eddie's now going to go answer the phone. All right. But it's I,
1: a different topic. But it's a
0: different topic altogether. Yeah. So no more calls on the craziest thing you saw while driving down the road.
2: We're gonna give him time because I feel like when no, I sit down. No, 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 no! That's not how it works, Eddie. What? No, I just feel like I'm gonna. Some of those calls are gonna bleed into my time.
0: That is true.
5: And you, true. To you, you gotta we're go. Hey, no we on from that topic. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, but, but you'll get to go in during the break because Lunchbox went in during the break kay. last time. The next topic is gonna be for anyone who waited tables. What's the craziest tip you got? Or did a celebrity come and give you a big tip? Eight seven seven seventy seven. Bobby, let's go. Well, since most of our crew is going to be out for a while, we have Eddie answering the phones now. <laughs> can Eddie hear me?
2: Yeah, I can kind of hear you, Mom. Hold on. How's it going in there? This is hectic, man. It's hectic. I got three callers already with tips, and then on the phone right now, I got someone that waited on celebs. Three celebs. Okay, so you, we'll come back to you in a second. Which one should I take first? I, I
0: like I like Lily from Kansas, number four. Okay, I'll go over to her. Uh, Lily, in Kansas, you're on the Bobby Bones Show. Tell me about a tip, you
6: guys. Hey. Hey, studio. How hey. are you? We're pretty good. <laughs> good. So um, I was working at a small burger joint in Kansas uh, in high school, and we ran out of change. So I went over to the bank next door and got changed. Well, on my way out, I found, like, a thousand bucks laying on, on the ground, like, out of the um, bank thing. And so I picked it up, and I'm debated on. I'm like, "What do I do? My gosh, anybody else would have kept it." So I took it back to my boss, and I said, "Hey, I found this on the ground by the bank. I think I'm gonna go take it back." And she goes, "Yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's 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 great, Lily. That's awesome." And so I took it back to the bank. The people came and picked it up, and um, she started bawling her eyes out. She said, "These are for my kids' school clothes and shoes and stuff." She said, "But nobody else would have done that. So you can go ahead and keep the money." And I just started
0: crying. Oh, she just gave you the money. Were you working at a restaurant when that happened? Is that was that was that it? No, Uh, she found it outside a bank. No, no, no. I know. Yes. Wait. So, we're. we're, I'm confused on this. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Because I think that's a fantastic.
6: I worked at a little burger joint that we ran out at like 20.
4: Right, right, right. So I ran
6: over to the bank next door and I was coming out and there it was laying on the ground. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like anybody else would have taken this money just seeing it laying on the ground. Like there was like a thousand bucks there.
0: Wildly amazing story. And I think for the story itself, I give it an A plus and good for you. And you got to keep the money. That's crazy.
1: As for your phone screener, I don't
4: know. About that. <laughs> hey, that was good.
1: What? Hey, but Eddie, it's not the story. The theme. was great,
2: but it wasn't the theme. Yeah, she, she started with a burger joint, and then my attention span kind of went away. So I thought it was all <laughs> the rest. Hey, Bones, Kara is really good from Massachusetts. Okay, hey,
1: um, she's got a story about her dog. That was, yeah. and, no, and
2: no disrespect,
0: because that was a great story. Yeah, yeah. But Eddie just stopped listening. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. What? Who do I go to? Kara and Mass. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go over to Kara. Uh, (laughs) Kara, you live in in Mansfield, Massachusetts. So the question is, the biggest tip you ever received. Go
6: ahead. Hi. Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Um, yeah. I live in Mansfield, Massachusetts, and I work at Patriot Place. So there was a Saturday game right before um, Christmas a couple years ago, and, um, so Patriot Games, we stay open so late. So I'm there. It's the end of the day, and I have this really nice couple at my table, and they're like, "Sit down. Like, you look tired. It's like midnight." So I sit down, and they're asking me questions about myself, and I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm really excited. I'm getting my kids these bikes for Christmas tomorrow, and um, you know, my semester for school just ended. I'm a single mom. I actually just graduated." now in may of 2021 with my elementary education degree but this was like two years ago they offered to pay for the rest of my education because this couple raised their kids on their own separately they wound up dating later on in life after raising their kids independently and they sponsor single moms to get their education to better their lives for their children so this couple not only emptied out their wallet that night for me, I wound up making over $400 off of them. Wow. They also paid for my schooling, my books and everything.
2: Wow. Who's clapping? That's Eddie. me. That's Eddie. me. Eddie. I'm so proud of Kara right now. Ed- Eddie,
1: that was, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie,
2: here's
0: the problem. Hey, that's it. Hold on. It's hold on. That's a story. On. That is a great story, yeah. Kara. So thank you for calling and sharing that with us. Thank you. Have a, I hope you have an awesome day. Congratulations. That's a big, big deal. You went back to school, got your degree, while being a mom. Fantastic, love it. Yeah. All right. Have Thank a good you. Have a good day.
5: Lunchbox is itching to say stuff.
1: So nice of that. Couple. Yes, that's a
5: great story. Go ahead. Eddie's stories are way too long, man. Like we're not getting any call. Like they got to get to the point. He has to tell them to get to the point.
1: I thought she did great. Yeah, it's a great story. We needed some of that background to understand what was happening. <laughs> the
5: bicycles. Did we need to know about the bicycles? No. Yeah,
1: because that's... I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's just hating man I'm just telling the truth everybody's face hey, hey says Bones it. let's move on
2: Ashley from Oklahoma number 4 is great okay Ashley in Oklahoma uh,
0: have you ever been uh, you ever waited on a celebrity
6: yes I have who is that uh, Blake Shelton how'd that go Well, actually, it's not that great of a story, um, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let's hear her out.
0: Go go ahead.
6: uh, When I was in high school, I worked at On the Border, and Blake Shellen came in with a party of probably six or seven, and they probably spent about $200, left me about $20.
4: Oh
1: well, that is, is a good story. Blake, that's just a bad tip. Like,
6: wh- how, what year was this?
1: Uh, probably two thousand
0: seven. Still ten percent.
1: When? Yeah, I don't know. When did he? He start? wasn't broke in
0: two thousand seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't. know
1: when he like really, you know. Mike, Google. Amy's,
0: Amy's, but even you don't go to on the border. I don't care if you're Blake Shelton or not, and leave a ten percent tip.
1: Yeah, that's not right. Maybe he didn't pay. Did he pay, Ashley?
6: He paid because everybody asked me if I was going to keep the receipt with his name on it. And I said no. Okay, maybe he's bad at math.
1: You know, like he was like, oh, 220 sounds right. Uh,
0: 2001, Austin came out. Okay, yeah. All Red in 2002. Some Beach in 2004. Nobody.
1: Okay, fine.
2: It is a lot.
1: I know, but... Doesn't sound like Blake.
2: Was the story good? Yeah, it's a good
1: story. Yeah. Okay, good.
2: All right. I was worried about that one. Okay. I
1: mean, especially when she goes,
0: it's not a good story. <laughs> she, what she meant is, it's right. not a positive story. Right. Yeah.
1: It's not like a.
0: Thank you for that call, Ashley. You're
1: welcome.
0: Eddie, I got time for one more. Which uh, one is really the one you're, you're you're going? This is my home run. Take Cade from Kansas. This is good. Cade in Kansas. You're on the Bobby Bone Show. Go ahead. Hey, morning.
7: Yeah. morning Morning. Hey, so I'm out of Wichita, Kansas, and a few years ago, I was working at a bar, and Dave Chappelle came in after one of his shows in town, and he just started smoking cigarettes in it. And in Kansas, you're not allowed to smoke inside, so I was like, "Um, uh, Mr. Chappelle, uh, I'm going to have to have you put that out, please. And he was all so cool about it, and he's like, I got my little cup, can we just use this cup this whole night? And he was just a fun time.
1: I didn't
0: hear a lot of that, some kind of phone
7: signal thing.
1: But did he tip you? Yes.
7: Yeah, he. Tipped,
6: I think it was like three hundred on like a twenty dollar tab. Woo!
0: Oh, cool! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I couldn't understand. Did he stop smoking when you asked him to? Yeah, he went outside. Oh. Oh this yeah. Is great. Uh,
1: oh, I thought Dave
0: Chappelle's so... a cool dude, yeah. and he tipped three hundred bucks on a twenty dollar tab. Come on.
1: Yeah, it's just we it. we didn't get that from the caller right away. No,
0: he did say it. I think they just cut out.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: guys,
0: technology. It's not my problem.
5: No, that is that's phone screener. You got to hear
0: that. <laughs> Um, kate thank you for the call that's a great story that's awesome hey, thanks bobby all right um eddie that's it unless you have one that's so good we need to run over time and i get in trouble
2: for I, it i don't think so no no okay no. you want to keep answering some i could i like this job but i'm very chill different approach i kind of talk to him a little bit but you know maybe i should stop doing that and tell him to shorten the stories a little bit
0: raymundo who do you think was better at answering the phones Oh, Lunchbox, he was more efficient and they got to the point, Eddie, they were telling these book novels and we didn't have time for. <laughs> <laughs> so do we crown Lunchbox the best JV phone screener? Yeah? I'm saying yeah. Yeah? Okay, there he is. Lunchbox, you win. Yeah! yeah. Right.
5: Oh,
4: right. There he is. The
0: best JV phone screener.
5: Aw. <laughs> So you
0: get a prize for the next week nope, You'll be I'm, phones.
5: I, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got time
0: for that. Hey champ, come on. I ain't here, got time champ. for that. All right,
5: there you go. Thank you guys. Lobby Bone Show.
4: Bonehead. Story of the day.
5: This story comes to us from Australia. Some thieves broke into a store and stole some rare Digimon cards, which are like Pokemon cards It's like a rip-off version. And they waited a couple hours, then they returned to the same store and tried to sell them back to them. Oh, just a couple
0: of hours. (laughs) And they tried to sell them back in packs, or do they come in, do we know if they opened them up? I was like, I'll give you this Digiman Deluxe here.
5: Uh, They broke into the gaming shop, and then they stole them, and later that day tried to sell the same trading cards they'd just stolen. Doesn't say if they were opened or not. Rule number one about
0: stealing and returning, you have to take it back to a different place.
1: Yeah, you can't go back.
0: Or you wait a month.
1: Or
5: you send somebody else back. Oh, next level. No, Mm -hmm. you can't send... You're still going to the same shop. They know they're stolen. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
0: I mean,
5: they probably don't have them marked.
1: Sorry, I'm not a thief.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm sure they don't have every one of them marked. I mean, you could probably get away with that. Yeah. The the big uh, thing when we were a kid was you could go and get a game, like a Nintendo game, and play it for a week, and then take it back, and they would just trade you out for another one. Ooh. Ooh. Mm
4: -hmm. Didn't
0: know that trick. And so that... Well... Uh, my friends would do it. We couldn't afford a Nintendo game, but they would go and buy Double Dribble, and then they would play it for a week, and then take it back and exchange. And they always always had new games wow. because they were taking it back to Walmart and get smart. It. And then eventually, Walmart shut that down.
1: Oh. Yeah, they're like, like wait, wait something's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: that's lunchbox. I'm lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I don't know the year anything happened in my life. I don't know the month anything happened. Pretty much, I'm terrible at remembering dates. Just not good. So, they made a game. This is Notable Moments game. Can I name things, years from my life where things happened? Right, oh, wow. Ray? Yep. Oh, so you're going to read me an event and mm-hmm. I have to name the year. Go ahead. Number one. You want an example or just go right with it? Go right to it. Bobby graduated from Henderson State and moved to Little Rock. His first full-time radio contract paid him $17,000. What year? Well, it had to be 02 because I I, I know high school ended in 98. 02, it had to be 02. Oh, two, Yeah. Is so that one yeah, I did okay graduation. with because of high school? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next up. In February of this year, we're talking about Bobby Bones and his crew moved to Nashville and made the switch from top 40 to country. I know this one, too, because it's on a a, a frame picture in my office. It's 2013. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I do know that some of this stuff from just seeing it. Big yeah. moments. That was Boy, moments. Crazy, too. Oh, we used to get in so much trouble for putting country artists on our pop show, and then we would come here and get in trouble for putting pop artists on our country show. We can never win. Mm-mm. We can never win. All right, what else? Bones and co-host Amy, Eddie, and Lunchbox won the Academy of Country Music's National On-Air Personality of the Year Award for the first time in the year. I'm going to say we won it in 2014 after being here a year. One year. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm doing reasoning here more than remembering, though. 2014. We were here one year. Which is crazy that we won the award. One year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next. Bobby made headlines when he filed a trademark application for the phrase, Make America Great Again. I owned it for a long time. Got me in a lot of trouble. Um, Okay, we're in 2021 now. So 2020, four more years. 2016, 2015. I'm gonna say 2015. Got it. Wow. One right year before the election. I remember Donald Trump wasn't even the front runner on the Republican side, and I and I filed that trademark and owned it. Crazy. Then I started story. to be threatened and like I was gonna get jumped in a parking lot. It was a bad, bad few months for me. All right, what else? We got six more. Keep going. Yeah. The Raging Idiots' debut album, the critics give it five stars, was released, featuring their song "Every Day Is a Good Day." What year was this? No idea. No clue. Um, 2016. Oh. I just guessed it, yeah. Wow, good job. Yeah. Actually, I'm much better than this, than I thought. <laughs> Don't play Kayla In this bit because I can remember crap. Uh, what else? Bobby was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame, and the Bobby Bone Show won the CMA for National Personality of the Year for the first time. 17.
1: Oh, wow. I was you're say you're nailing it. I'm I have done. a big
0: picture. Yeah, it says youngest member in the National Radio oh. Hall of Fame. <laughs> so you're you walking. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Bobby Bones signed a contract with iHeartMedia To continue his radio shows And he was promoted to VP And creative director of iHeart Country. No idea I've
2: done that a couple times I guess I don't know Tomorrow
1: I feel like the, the, this one was a big deal though
2: Man I forgot you were our vice president In, in name only Mr. Vice President
0: What do I do? Sometimes I'll, like, I'll be like Guys I'm a VP here Let me have some say <laughs> Most times I don't care about anything uh, 18 Okay give me one more Bobby Bones and pro Sharna Burgess won. were crowned the winners of the season 17 of Dancing with the Stars. That has to be 18. Because Big I always, year.
1: Wow. What, 18? I mean, you had that. You became VP. You won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> Same year. Big year,
0: year dude. The that- Dancing with the Stars thing was a trip. Look, the farther I get from it, the crazier that, that whole little yeah. episode of my life seems. Okay. Oh, that's a kind of fun. Did you learn anything there?
1: I mean, I was playing along in my head, and I missed two.
0: Did you learn anything?
1: No. no.
0: Yeah, me either, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, in real life, do most couples, when they meet, in your opinion, meet and start dating? Is it, like, romantic from the start, or do they become friends for a long time before they date? Most couples. How Around the room, were most. you friends with uh-huh. your person before you started dating? Because Caitlin and I were not friends. We saw each other, started dating, obviously became friends, but we were not, like, buddies. And then became lovers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say most people do that.
0: <laughs> what, what did
1: you do? I mean, I've known my husband since I was nine years old. So, but I mean, we were family friends. But I would say once we were old enough to actually date, it was dating first.
0: Yeah,
2: because you guys went years and years without seeing each other.
1: Yeah, well, he's more so friends with my sister. But right. yeah, I mean, I knew about him. But to your point, I we were romantic first.
2: Eddie, yeah, I had to make friends with all of my girlfriends when I was young uh, first before they took me serious. But my, my my wife, my wife and I, it was love right at first to sight. Two thirds of couples say they start, platonically, like as buds.
0: I just can't believe that. <laughs>
2: but but didn't you do? Why did you never do that with your girlfriends no, early on? No, why would I? If I found somebody I wanted to date, I didn't want to be buddy buddy.
0: Oh, yeah, man, he was
1: like whining, dining. Well, not maybe not the whining.
0: Well, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> even keep going with that either.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: You don't know the end of whining and dining? Oh no. Okay, I'll tell you after we finish the show. <laughs> when you grow up. Okay. Yeah, when you get older. Um, I just thought that was weird. Two thirds of romantic couples started out as buddies. <laughs> Nobody in this room was buddy buddy with their people. Uh, all right. We're done. Thank you for hanging out with us. We will be back tomorrow, hopefully. If, hopefully. We're, allowed, if we're allowed to. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. You just never know. <laughs> Goodbye, friends.
4: The Bobby Bones, Bobby Bones Show.